You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod with a dynamic duo of Blaze and Meech, a podcast giving you a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific uber dykes, but you can call us studs. This week, we're throwing it back to the days when having a crush meant more than just a Little Kim song or a tasty orange soda, and we're talking about our first girl crushes. So without further ado, let's get into it. Meech, drop the beat. Two studs in a pod, pod peeps. You already know it's Blaze. And the homie Meech. This week, we're keeping it light as we continue to strive forward through the COVID-19 outbreak here in the U.S. and around the world. And we're reminiscing about some of our past and more memorable crushes. But before we start down memory lane, Meech, fill us in on what's new and exciting with you. Nothing much. <laughs> I've been trying to stay in as much as possible, flatten the curve, you yeah. know, the keep everybody safe as much as I can. Like I said, um, I've been back at work for this second week in a row, which is kind of tough. Uh, people still are not respecting the six foot rule. I had to kind of get loud with some people like I need my six feet. Um, but you know, that's about it. You know, doing my usual catching up on things and trying to make sure that mom Dukes is good doing some shopping for her. And, uh, that's about it. What's been going on with you? Uh, well, basically, I mean, you know, quarantine has really put a lockdown on a lot of activities, but, um, and now that we're under the state mandated state in order, trying not to, you know, not get pulled over or anything. And I'm trying to do my part, like you said, to flatten the curve, which I have been kind of all along. So I've just been hanging out at the crib, trying to do some yard work, but it's been really, really hot. Like today's been the first day that it actually rained. In a, in a long time i don't even think it rained one day in march to be honest with you Damn. so maybe that's a good sign <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> now that we get a little a little rain in, in april but um just basically just working on me and trying to keep up with work work is crazy you know my schedule is changing they had to send everybody home remote so since that's the case and to keep everybody working uh, they had to, we have like this rotating schedule thing that's going on. So, you know, I've been like a regular nine to five or type person for the longest right. time. And so now I'm going back to like my old um, call center schedules. Oh, um, Lord. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was a lot younger when <laughs> when I was working that time. <laughs> so I'm hoping and praying that I'm not knocked out asleep with my face head down on the keyboard while you know, I'm supposed to be working or whatever. And so. <laughs> that, Drooling that, on the keys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But um, I'm glad it rained today and not yesterday because yesterday I was, um, you know, we hit the grill a little bit. It was warm outside. So we hit the grill and play, we're playing outside with the dog and just trying to make the best of it. Enjoy it as, as much as we can. I went to the store. I went to uh, the Dollar General that's, that's by our house just because I needed to get one one thing to cook. And yeah. it was like, like I felt like I was going into war or something, you know, because they recommend now that we wear the masks and stuff. So everybody in there with masks and gloves and just, right. just crazy. And then you're like, you don't want to get too close to people, but some people aren't respecting the six feet. So. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you know, quarantine things that's happening around. Um, all right, now that we're filled in on those quarantine things, let's get into it. <laughs> um, and after celebrating our 10th episode, uh, we thought it would be a good time to mix it up a little bit and introduce a new segment we'd like to call Green Peas. In this segment, we'll be sharing new trends, podcasts, books, shows, and whatever other new and amusing things we found to keep us entertained. Uh, since you are the official bookworm of the podcast, is there anything new on your list of reads or wish to reads lately? Um, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, I'm reading Bad Feminist. It's a it's a book about, I guess, a modern day feminist. Um, it's more of a series of essays. Uh, and different experiences that the writer has had where she may or may not have really utilized her feminist abilities. It's pretty decent. Um, I recently finished Heavy, which is um, a book by a black author. His name is Kais or something. Can't really remember. You know, my memory sucks. But um, it was a good book. It felt like, um, you know, it was just about a typical African-American dude that grew up in the South and was heavyset mm. and was like, Instead of really being his mother's son, it, he felt more like he was like her partner because he would do everything with her. But um, she was also like a professor. She, so she always made sure that he, you know, spoke well and was well written and stuff. So it felt kind of like it was a, um autobiography, but I think it was just like a story and he kind of used experiences from his life. Um, that was pretty good. I'm also catching up or rereading, I guess, the Harry Potter books. Um, oh wow! China, really? Yeah, China. How many? How many kids to is in that um series? Uh, I believe there are seven, seven books. Okay, I've only ever watched yeah. the movies. I never saw them. Oh, I never read what? The books. Yeah, yeah. The books are so much better, so much more detailed. Yeah, so well, I mean that's always yeah. the case, right? Like, yeah, but yeah, I'm remembering things because I always watch. I rewatch the movies whenever they're on. You know, and I had the kids watching them with me. So now I'm trying to get them into reading. So in order to create conversation, I have to reread the books. So, um, but that's on my list. And then um, Atomic Habits is in the queue. So once I finish these books, Atomic Habits will be up next. But um, what you've been based, up? What kind of book is that? Atomic Habits? Um, It's, it's kind of like a self-help book. Um, You know, okay. I'm always reading stuff like that. Um, Just yeah. about creating better habits and what habits you have that could actually just be like bringing hindering you, you and you don't, yeah, yeah and you success. don't even realize it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that should be a well, quick read. Well, you know me, I'm, I'm a Netflix fool. I don't know what it is. Like I, I used to be a big reader and I do like to read, but I have, I have my moments where like I'm, I'm in read mode and I'll read like three or four books and one at one time. And then, I'll chill on a reading and maybe it was because of school, you know, that kind of like, I had to do a lot of reading, <laughs> a lot of reading for, yeah. you know, I had to. So now that I have the choice, sometimes I just need to veg out and, um, Netflix is, um, good for that. Um, most recent watch, um, is uncorked on, um, Netflix uncorked. Um, it was uh, about this guy who, his family owns a barbecue business in Memphis and his dream is to be a sommelier. They're black, you know, it's, it's like a black family. He's a black guy and like being mm -hmm. a sommelier is not really, you know, a black thing, quote unquote. So yeah. that he had that, that struggle and it's um the story about him and his journey to becoming a sommelier. 
So um, it was pretty interesting. I mean, you know, I spent some time in Napa um, Valley. So we did the little the little wine thing. We more so got drunk than we're really um, <laughs> <laughs> tasting, tasting the wine for any kind of real quality. But, um, you know, uh, it was a it was a good movie and it was it was very nicely done, especially for being Netflix. And I finished my zero zero zero. Uh, uh, it was a it's new on uh, Netflix as well. It's a I mean not Netflix that's on Amazon Prime, and it's a series on Amazon Prime, and it was pretty good. If you're okay. into like gangster, um, drug cartel type type, oh yeah, sounds thing. like my kind of show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's like that, and it takes place in in um, Italy, Mexico, and New Orleans. And so it's a very, it's a very interesting, um, story, and especially, like I said, if you like that, like Sopranos type, type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, new trends, uh, interesting trend that I noticed while I was on, um, on the Twitter <laughs> is, um, is that there is a overwhelmingly num- um, number of gay people that enjoy scary tales and scary like ghost stories and scary movies really? and, yeah isn't life scary enough for us that's how I, <laughs> I mean that's how i felt so when i saw that there was just there was just so many people who were that had interest in that that was a little that was a little shocking for me because i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't think that that would be big like like you said life is already scary enough like is that like some kind of news to you or <laughs> it is news to me i had no idea yeah i stay away from scary stuff most of the time yeah that's definitely um not my <laughs> not my, my cup genre. Of yeah yeah trust me that is not um not my choice i mean you know like I, i'll watch those ghost shows have you ever seen any of the ghost shows on tv on tv yeah i used to watch them a while ago in um like scare tactics and ghost hunters or whatever it was yeah but, yeah yeah in the daytime, though. <laughs> <laughs> in the daytime, yeah. My mom is a fan of those, so she, whenever I go see her, then they're usually watching those in her house, or they have them like ready to queue up and go on demand <laughs> <laughs> if you even mention it. And so yeah, but I'm good on that. Like I don't know, it's not entertaining to me, you know. Just just yeah. those shows, like they're just not really that entertaining to me. Because the whole time, I just I don't know. I guess I'm skeptical about everything i'm like is that real or right right yeah well all right that does it for green peas this week now for a segment named stewed peas where we chop it up about our topic of the week and this week we're mixing it up about our first crushes meech i know you've got a story to tell oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i was thinking back you know i think my very first crush was a celebrity crush and there was this movie um, called Crush Groove, coincidentally. And it was like a hip-hop movie. And there was um, a female character, female lead. And she was like so dope. And I was young. Like I was really young when this movie came out. And I was like infatuated with her. It was Sheila E. So for all you youngins that haven't seen Crush Groove, you need to go see it. Um, but I just was so infatuated with her. And I just was like, I think that was my first crush. And I didn't realize it. And then... My first crush when I realized, like, oh, I like women for real, for real. I think I was in, I was in high school. I was a, a freshman in high school, and she was a junior. She was one of my sister's classmates, and um, she was like the head cheerleader, 
She was dating like a star football player. Of course, I would like, you know, the girl whose dude would like beat me into the ground if I tried anything. Um, <laughs> and she was, yeah, she was like mad popular, but I just thought she was gorgeous. Like, she used, I remember she used to have like her picture up because in my high school, like athletes and, and stuff would have their pictures up on the wall of fame. And she would, she was like the star in the play that year. And I'm a freshman. I'm just walking around seeing her picture all over the place. I'll never forget her, bro. Like, and I'll never forget her. She was, she like, she was gorgeous to me. She had a body, everything. And um, I was just like, all the parties that my sister would go to, I would try to tag along just so I could be there with these upperclassmen so I could see her. My heart was crushed. Like, every time I would see her dude come around, I'm like, damn, you know? And this was, wait, how old? How old again? Um, a freshman in high school. So oh, I was like 13, 12, 13, I think. And this is your first girl crush? Yeah. Um, that I remember. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like when I was like, oh shit, I might really be gay. <laughs> a big old dyke. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> a super, I mean, super I'm sure uber I had, dyke. I had crushes on girls like before, like, you know, mm. but the one that I remember that I was like, damn, I want to do some things. Girl. <laughs> 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 was that one. Um, I mean, I used to have crushes like on celebrities. I right. think the one that I remember in real life was her. Like celebrities, yeah, like Nia Long, Nia Long. Um, Best Man used to be one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of them. Even even I had crushes on like Disney characters, <laughs> like Princess Jasmine, Ariel. Hmm. So I've been well, gay for a long. Time. I mean. Yeah, definitely Disney Jasmine. Like you couldn't tell me I wasn't Aladdin when we were, <laughs> when we were growing up, right? Like that was that's probably one of my all time favorite Disney um, cartoons ever. I love that movie. I know every song in that in that movie. Like I was, and that's how I knew I should have known. Like from that moment, if I think I would have known what gay was watching mm-hmm. Aladdin, then I would have known I was gay because there was no way I wanted to be Jasmine at all. Right? I wanted to be Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Walking around with the with my pants with a rubber band on the bottom of them, trying to make wishing I had a monkey and shit. Like what? Yes. <laughs> okay. I definitely was um, trying to be a lad, not Jasmine. <laughs> I'm trying to show her the world. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but um, my first crush. Um, I'd have to say. That it was this girl when I was in elementary school. Like if I really think about it and I think about dealing with girls throughout my whole life, um, it was this girl in elementary school and I don't remember her name. Oh yeah. Heather was her name. And man, I I mean, I've never seen this girl after elementary school, so (laughs) I don't think there's a yeah, a worry about um bumping into each other, but or anybody knowing who the hell I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, she was just, I don't know. It was just something about her that like we would play, we would play school or play house. And I was always the daddy (laughs) (laughs) and she was the mommy. And I always wanted to be the daddy because she was the mommy. So Uh, yes. Yeah. So that, um, (laughs) that was that, uh, as far as my first crush and we would like, hang out and just like be around school, but not even like so much together all the time. Like we weren't friends like that, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely when she came around, it was some strange feelings. And I was like, why? 
I don't know what this means. I don't know what this means, but right, just being so young, you don't know what, uh, right, what it is, right? Uh, now that you mentioned elementary school, I think back in like first grade, um, I had a girl that like was, I, I mean, I guess it was a crush, but like we were really close, and um. She told me on the playground, some boy looked up her dress or her skirt or whatever she had on. And I went and I beat the boy up for her because I was oh, so Lord. upset. Like, you can't be looking up my friend's dress. <laughs> stud security. Yeah. <laughs> Baby stud security. Yo, and I was taking karate because, you know, I started karate at like four years old. So I just knew mm. I had to go chop him up real quick. <laughs> yeah. Man. I mean, I had crushes in high school, like. There's this one girl, I don't remember her name, but definitely had, I definitely feel like I'm, I had a little crush, a little, a little crush on her for sure. But then I also had crush on like older women that I, I knew and mm. people I definitely shouldn't have been crushing on, but I mean, <laughs> um, you know, just, it, it is, it was what it was. I mean, yeah, at that time, my celebrity crush and like the biggest celebrity crush ever is was janet jackson still janet jackson like janet i don't know man like especially after that velvet rope came out and yeah. that just was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> janet janet has always been on the top of the list yes right there man okay miss jackson if you nasty like okay i remember <laughs> betting my homeboy i already had a copy of the velvet rope and he was trying to get rid of he didn't want his and i was like what so I'm gonna have two copies of this album and play it till <laughs> it can. There's like a song where she's like, "And I love you, girl." And I played that. I think I wore that spot out on this on the CD, right? I'm like CD. Anybody younger than I don't know how how old you think would be like, "What the fuck is a CD?" Right. But walking home with my Walkman and playing right? that CD over and over again in that one spot. I'm like, does she say girl? Does she say girl? I think she says girl. And that, <laughs> that <laughs> yo, any 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 like celebrity that I thought was like interested in women, I was like, oh yeah. Like an instant fan of them, in- right? Yeah. Yes, yes. It's still kind of like that these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Angelina Jolie. Oh mm. man. When uh-huh. I seen her in uh I think it was Gia, I was like, oh yeah. And she about that light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely. Um, was a crush. I had a crush on this um this one chick, and then you know like now and then um not now but growing up as an adult. Now I'm older and I'm working, and then you mm-hmm. develop crushes on like your coworkers sometimes. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and a whole work wifey. Yeah, but it, not even like yeah. And yeah. the weirdest thing is like sometimes like I would have I would have crushes on on these women and. You know, I would never do anything because I'm like, it's not even like I'm a dude trying to talk to you. You know, like, right. you know, I don't know. I don't know about your personal life. I don't know your, your feelings. Like, we're cool, but still. And somehow, some way, I would end up becoming friends with, with these women. It was like I put out some kind of vibe that we should be close, but we can't yeah. be as close. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And next yeah. thing you know, we're like, cool. And everybody's thinking that we're fucking because we're so yeah. cool, but we're never... We never cross that line. So many of them. <laughs> and the crazy part is sometimes when you get to know your crush, like they're no longer your crush. Yeah. Unless you see the personality. Yes, or just how they 
allow themselves to like live and be treated and you're like what nah. yeah <laughs> no i had a crush on um at one job i had a crush on uh this chick and um she had the same name as my girl at the time and uh but she was like i mean my girl was bad um but this girl she was just she was like equally as bad and then i found out later on that she had a crush on me but she was married and I was like, I, this is just messy. Mm. Like, you know, you could just still be my work wifey. It's all right. But nah. that was, yeah, that was wild. It's that now speaking of crushes now, they go both ways. Cause it would be times when women um, that I worked with, especially working with, that would be like telling me how they had the biggest crush on me and shit like that. And I'm like, of course, because I'm the little stud in the office. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, I mean, at first you don't know that. So you're just like, what? I remember one time, like we were out doing a happy hour and this one chick, like she literally sat right next to me, like across a little walkway from me. And we both are in our little cubicles. And Mm -hmm. so I would see her every day. And then one day she was drunk in the club for this happy hour that we had. And she was like, I just got to tell you that I have the biggest crush on you. And every time you wear that pink polo, I just and she did like a like a moisture thing with her hands, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank you so much yeah. for <laughs> for letting me know." Like, interesting, but yeah. yeah, shit like that, like when they reveal these crushes and shit. These yeah. I've always had a crush on you and blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah. You I remember I had um <clears throat> I had a grown up crush, you know, like when I was grown, I had a crush on this older lady and she like had her shit together. You know, I had never really met any uh any lesbians at this time who had their shit together. So I found that attractive and she was cute. So I was at a party at her house and um like, I, you know, I tried to exchange numbers with her, and then, like, I tried to holler, and she just never responded. And I was hurt. I was like, damn. Feelings was hurt. My little crush, love, whatever it was, went away real fast. Because I wasn't used to it. I wasn't used to getting rejected, or at least nobody just ghosting me like that. And next time I seen her out, I just ignored her. I was like, nah. Mm. Fuck you. I remember I had the biggest crush on this girl, and she had no time for me, boy. She was just like, she always was giving me the cold shoulder to brush off, yeah. like, no love <laughs> for the <laughs> youngin'. Because she was older than me. She was so much older. Not so much, but she was older than me. Yeah. And she was not with it at all. She was like, nah, you too young. I couldn't get in the club. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm like, really, yeah. man? I was old enough to get in the club. I just didn't have, like, you know, my shit together yet. Mm. I was trying to find a job and whatnot, and she already had a career. So she was, like, a a fire chief or something like that. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Yeah. She was, like, I, she had to be at least 20 years my senior. <laughs> so I guess she was looking for somebody. A little more happy. mature. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be her sugar baby. Damn. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Goals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I remember when I was young, like super young, like still high school, I had a, I had a crush on this lady. She was like so much older than me. And I don't even know why I had a crush on her because in the long run, she's really not my type. <laughs> but it was like 
when you're young and you don't know any other gay people. So all the gay people, you know, that's like your whole, that's all, yeah. you know, you know that's what I'm saying? So right there. Yeah. I mean, you know, if that makes sense to me though, like that's just, as big as your world is in right. that moment. So she was like a gay person that I know. And I felt like she was cool. You know, she had like a good vibe about, about her. And the thing is, is like, I saw her like that, but she saw me as like a little brother, you know, like a little side yeah. kid. You know, so man, when I tell you when she found somebody and got a girlfriend, and I was crushed. Okay, I was like, oh man, (laughs) yes, this can't be. This can't be. Why is this happening to me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. And I remember in high school, um, these new girls came to school, and like everybody was trying to holler at them. They came from like the hood, like a couple neighborhoods over, which you know was the hood, and um. They were both like everybody's trying to talk to them, and then like we had a basketball game, and they showed up to the basketball game with like their stud girlfriends, and I was like, "Damn!" Like I didn't even know y'all were in the life, but I was definitely crushing on them. Like, damn, I would have definitely hollered. And then like a couple weeks later, uh, my best friend took me to one of their houses, and the chick was like getting dressed and like all this shit, and she didn't care that we were in the room with her and whatnot, and I'm like. Am I not supposed to look because I like it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I felt mad uncomfortable, but at the same time, I was like, damn, she she likes studs, so what's up? But nothing ever happened from that. Cause it was it became too much. Oh. I don't like drama and attention and all that, you know? So I just let it go. Yo, you said that there was this this chick one that I worked with, this lady, this woman. Oh my god. God, yo, she was bad. Like she was bad, and I had such a crush on her. Everybody in the in the whole call center had a crush on this woman. Like she was just bad, and she could sell. Like she was just a hustler, and it was just sexy as hell. And for some reason, at some point in time, she decided that her and I were going to be best friends. Oh man! And you know me, <laughs> I'm not one to. You know, discourage friendships. <laughs> so I was with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I get to hang out with you. Like it was to the point where I had such a crush on her. And she was like always she would always come pick me up from my house. Mm. She had this like tight ass. This is when the um Mitsubishi Eclipse was like a thing, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everybody wanted one of those joints. Yeah. And she had one and it was hooked up and man, and she was bad, bro. And you talking about somebody getting undressed in front of you and you like, should I look at her or not? That's what made me think about it. Because not only did I have a crush on her, but she always wanted to hang out with me. We would go out all times of day and night and party and drink and smoke and not necessarily go get fucked up. Like we wouldn't go to the club. We would go mm-hmm. to like little Johnny's liquor store, get a couple little bottles Mm -hmm. and then go somewhere and like drink the bottles. Like maybe her house, maybe her homeboy was having like a little house party, maybe Uh her cousin's house, like shit like that, like weird shit. And I'm just like, still to this day, I don't understand why she chose me, but she would walk by me like on payday and hand me money. And I'm like, what? You my pimp? Like, yes. (laughs) Like, I'm like, she handed me this money. She's like, here you go. Yo, and I was like, okay, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> but one day we were at her crib and like she got undressed in front of me. And I was like, what? 
is supposed to happen right now right. because with all that time that we've been hanging out, she never like gave me any kind of vibe that like she right. wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it was never like that. It was more like we were just hanging out. You know, I felt like maybe I was a safe friend because I wasn't going to try to yeah, do anything with her. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and then here you are, like getting naked, and I'm like, well, not naked. She just got down to like her bra and panties, right? But I but, made that mistake one time, um, thinking that you know a girl had a crush. Well, I didn't know she had a crush on me. I thought we were just chilling, hanging out. Like, same shit. We would go out for drinks and whatever. I've been to her house. She would come to my house. And we would just vibe. And then one day, you know, like, she got undressed in front of me. And I didn't make a move because I didn't think we were those kinds of friends. Like, I thought I was just the safe friend, like you said. And then I found out, like, a couple weeks later, like, she was upset. Like, she wanted me to do something. And I was like, oh, well, you want to try again? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I didn't know. Like I feel like I miss signs sometimes, but I don't know. Yeah. That was definitely a time I feel like now I think back on it and I'm like, was that my sign right there? And then I just didn't do anything. So then I lost the you know what I'm saying? Like I lost yeah. my moment or I don't know, but <sighs> interesting things crushes <laughs> because they like and it feels so real when you know it's not really even probably anything in the long right, run. You're like, did I make this up in my head? <laughs> yes, yes. Or is this yeah. yeah? And that's what's scary about them too. <laughs> that sound means it's time for the segment we like to call "Too Many Peas in the Pod." This is the part of the show where we like to answer a few of the questions we've received and share with y'all some of the comments and reviews we've gotten from our listeners. This week. We've got a question from Carrie in Long Island. Uh, Her question is, in a world that forces us to define ourselves, do you feel the need to? Meech? Um, I don't necessarily feel the need to, but I do. I do define myself, um, and I think it just kind of makes it easier all around. Um, Like I said, I'm a stud, you know, and it's a box that I feel like I actually fit in from the definition of what a stud is and from how I define myself. Um, I don't think you need to, if it's like stressing you out or, you know, like if you just want to be you, then be you. Like I don't walk around, you know, stating I'm a stud everywhere. You know, Um, I don't, like I said before, I don't walk around with the sign telling people to address me as this or as that. I'm just me. I'm just walking around doing me. And I just so happen to fit in the box that is stud. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What about you, B? Um, uh, well, I feel much like my, much like you do. Uh, I know that we are forced to define ourselves and I hate being defined by a certain label or term. But then again, I do. Um, like I said, when I, hear the word word stud versus any other term or label that's used to describe masculine presented women, I do feel um, more of a tie to that word. So, and I feel like it's easier to know how to present myself or how, or it's it's just easier to present myself with that kind of a definition up front, letting you know um, who and what I am, even though people still often get it wrong and they, um, uh, they still don't uh separate the different terms, like especially in the in the heterosexual world. World, you know, we're just a bunch of lesbians and a bunch of um and a, a bunch of gays. When 
within our own culture and then even subcultures when you break it down um, racially you know we have defined ourselves differently and even no labels are technically a label so well like i said while i don't like labels i do feel that and sometimes they are necessary and we need to define yeah i just think I mean, if if you're facing like a lot of discrimination or a lot of confusion, um, I think that's where defining yourself helps. Um, I've heard a lot of people just talk about, oh, the alphabet people, and I find I take that a little offensive um, because we, you know, at the end of the day, we we're just people. But you know, I don't want to be addressed as a sir. You know, even though I do wear masculine presenting clothes. So, like, I think it helps in that sense. And then if somebody doesn't know what a stud is or what an AG is, you can kind of explain it to them. Um, So I think it might help in that sense. But I don't know. Thanks for the question, Carrie. We love it when we get to hear from our listeners. Also, don't miss our recent review on the Regulator podcast featuring Nick. You can find the Regulator podcast on Twitter at Regulators. That's R-E-G-U-R-A-T-E-R-S. We're also happy to announce that we've joined the Pod All The Time Podcast Network family. Special shouts out to Pod All The Time PN, I Think We're Doing It Podcast, Raw Sex Podcast, Round and Round The Podcast, Real AKA The Truth Podcast, Random Unnamed Podcast, Another Digital Citizen, Suburban Folk, History of Haunting, Three Ps Up in a Podcast, The Creative Intuitive, and the Scarlet TCP. You can find all of their information by going to Pod All the Time PN. That's P O D A L L T H E T I M E P N. Pod All the Time. And on that note, we're going to end the show here. If quarantine has you craving a little more stud in your life, you can find us on IG and Twitter at Two Studs in a Pod. Please feel free to send us your questions and comments by sliding in our DM or shooting us an email at Two Studs in a Pod at gmail.com that's t-w-o studs in a pod at gmail.com heads up that your question or comment could be shared on an upcoming episode two studs in a pod is available on multiple major podcast platforms including apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher spotify and radio public gratitude is always the attitude so we want to say thank you for lending us your ear thanks for tuning in thanks for tuning in Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>